Blog Talk Radio. Shore, the Royal, the Royal Bluets, Bluet family, uh, me and my children, my wife. Uh, sometimes I have both my sons on. They're going to be on tonight. I know. I think I got my wife, my middle daughter Vanessa, my youngest daughter Aja. I might even have on one of my granddaughters Data, and even my youngest granddaughter. Destiny. So I'm wait I can't wait to hear what Destiny is gonna to say tonight. She's on. But first of all I wanna thank God for today. Uh for each of us. Thank God for uh Elder Oliver, Blog Chaos Blog Talk Radio, and his wife, Lady Kay. Uh, may God continue to bless them and their endeavors. Uh, bless them in a mighty way. Um tonight uh, I have decided to let the ladies have the show because even when they're on, I can't get really a word in unless I just interrupt. I'm going to see what they do without me. And if, I, if God gives me something to say, I interrupt them and, and jump in there. But uh, I'm believing that they'll have a great show and at the same time magnifying and lifting up God at the same time. So I'm going to give this scripture. And my wife will pray us in, and then I will give the subject after the prayer. So, scripture comes from John, the book of John, chapter 15, at verse 19, John 15 and 19. And it says, if you were, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, chose you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Read that one more time. And keep that in mind, the scripture, when I give the subject. John 15 and 19, if ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Amen. So... If the wife, my wife, would pray us in right quick. <laughs> what was that? 
Father God is the name of the Jesus. wife. Oh, the wife. Father, <laughs> Father God is the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for another day that this is a day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord God, forgive us for anything we may have said, done, thought, heard, or felt. Lord God, forgive us for anything we should have said and didn't. Lord God, I just thank you for another wonderful show. I thank you, Lord God, for seeing another week. Lord God, touch somebody's heart, um, touch us, Lord God, so we can um, bless your people. Lord God, help us to say, well, remove us out of the way, and you just have this show take over. Lord God, our minds, our spirits, and just have your way. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen. 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 Amen, amen. The wife. She should, it should be a book wrote about her, the wife. That's all it should be labeled, the wife. Anyway, so I'm going to read the scripture one more time. I'll give you something. John 15 and 19. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Uh, believe the subject is... Why you don't fit in. Why you don't fit in. Ponder that for a second. Think about your life and to where you are now. The issues you've had dealing with people, wanting to be with people, wanting to be in the same room. Why nobody calls you for the party? Why nobody calls you for events? Why are you being mistreated? And why you not included? All right. So with that, hopefully I gave y'all some ammunition to go with. With that being said, Elder Oliver's popular phrase. With that being said, I'm going to hand it over to the women of my family. Well, I want to start with with the, um, baby girl, not baby girl, baby girl, but the baby, um, well, the big girl, Destiny Zion. Is she available? Yes. Hi. Okay. Can you ask her? Hi, Destiny. How are you? You doing okay? How are you? Good. I'm wonderful. Okay. Y'all know she's five years old. Um. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so Destiny, how are you different from the people that don't listen at school? How are you different from them? Um, when they get in trouble, I don't get in trouble. I go home on Buddha, go home, go home on yellow or red. So you go home on the blue, and they go home on the yellow and red. Yeah. How else are you different? How are you good and? How? how? Bad, bad, and I'm good. How? Like, what do you do different? Are you a role model? Yes. How are you a role model? Following the buses and listening to the teacher. Okay. That's all? Oh. Yes. And okay. if somebody's not doing that, do you help? Do you tell them something to do? Do you ask them to, um, to listen? Mm. Say it again. If if they're doing if they're not doing what they're supposed to do, does she ask them to um to be good, or do she join in with them not being good? 
What about um, Jada? Um, me? Um, when it comes to that subject, I don't really, like, worry about, like, if I don't fit in or not. I just, me, whoever I'm with or something, I just vibe. And, yeah, it's just like a vibe. It's not me saying, oh, do I fit in or don't fit in. I just vibe. Okay. Miss Smarty Pants. You just vibe. So you just go with the flow. Yes, what if ma'am. the vibe is going the wrong way? Then I just, like, I'm not going to lie. I used to not, like, do nothing about it. But, like, now me being how I am now and changed, I'll be like, all right, now y'all wilding. Like, I'll just say, like, okay. Like, no, no, no. I wouldn't say okay. But I would just, like, leave or, yeah, I would just, like, leave. Okay. But you used to be one to join in. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> At least you're honest. That's why I love you. And I love you, too. Say it again. What'd you say, Jada? I didn't say nothing. Oh, okay. Asha? What's up, y'all? It's Asha that down. You know what's up. Um... How I don't fit in, I never fit in. I never fitted in. I was never fit. Like, I was always different since the moment I had Destiny. I was, what, 13 when I had my daughter, so I've never fit in. I've got used to being an outsider. And it's nothing wrong with not fitting in. It's nothing wrong with being an outsider. You just have your own taste and your own preferences at your own timing, you know. Um, The situation, like, the... um, example you use with Jada, like, yeah, I was I was the ringleader of all of that. I wasn't even, you know, I was the one, yeah, I was the ringleader of all that. You made everybody fit in with you. Right, right, right. But it wasn't in a good way. But now it's different to where it's the point where I'm leading people with the music, you know. It's different now. Okay, okay wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Don't go there first. Let's, let's, wait, uh-huh. hold, hold on. So, when you were leading, when you were doing the wrong thing, people fit into what you were doing. Yeah, for sure. So now that for you're sure. doing the right thing, where them people at? Ain't nothing to fit in. <laughs> Ain't no box no more. Ain't nothing to fit okay, in. Okay, but that. So you mean to tell me when you when you switch partners? I try and I try. I, I I showed them the pathway. It was lit for them, but they didn't follow me. And that's all right. Mm. That's how you really know you don't fit in. You're not supposed to fit. Nowhere. Okay. <laughs> okay. And you were saying about your music? Yeah. Like now, it's a different way. Um, I fit in now to where I'm supposed to be. You will fit in where you're supposed to be at. I'm supposed to be in the music end. It's crazy. I have um, someone in my music group, African, someone that's all the way um, white, just, like, different stuff, but I fit in. You fit in where you're supposed to be. And that's good. That's good. That's real good. So you didn't fit in. No, you made... Everybody fit into where the wrong that you were doing. 
But once you right. came on, on God's side, they didn't follow you. I made them fit into this, the right thing. So I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> Regardless, back then and now, but the right trendsetter now. But you said the the ones that um, when you were doing wrong, they didn't they didn't follow you, right? No. They they wasn't they wasn't going with the trend. So you with a new group, right? That you that you started, right? Hmm. Okay. That's good. That's good. I might have one. Let's see. Second Corinthians chapter six verse seventeen. Second Corinthians verse I mean uh Second Corinthians chapter sixteen, chapter six, verse seventeen. Sorry about that. Wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Wherefore come out from among them, be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Wow. So don't worry about what you don't fit in because God is going to send you up or put you somewhere where where you're supposed to be. And a lot of times God will make you so uncomfortable where you are. Cause you, it's, I mean, because you're not supposed to fit. You're not supposed to. Like Vanessa, I mean, I should share. Be a trendsetter. You don't have to follow, you know, everybody else with the way that they're doing it. Do it the way God told you to do it. And make them fit into, you know, the path that you're going. And especially if everybody's going down the wrong path, we should be that light. Our light shines best in darkness. Stop going and don't stop doing let the light shine in the dark in the dark places. If everybody around you light, then you know you're just a bunch of light. But if you go around darkness, don't become dark like like the darkness that you're around. But let your light shine because it, it shines best. Hey, um, yeah, I'm on. So. Um, I kind of, I feel what Jada was saying about, like, just going with the, like, okay, I have two different, okay, so I'm not a person that's, on like, I don't pay attention to perception a lot. Um, I kind of got out of that middle school because there's different things that transpired in middle school, early high school, so I just got out of perception because if I worry about people think of me, yeah, ciao. So, like, um, as far as fitting in, I never, I didn't really, um, I don't know, my mind didn't really wrap around the subject because I got so used to not really worrying about perception. But as listening to y'all talk, I feel like I can speak of now where I am in my life. Um, I don't fit in on the terms of, like, I have my whole inspirational page on Instagram. And normally if you scroll down social media at this age, you're going to see, a whole bunch of nonsense or nothing, and then 
you come across my page, Vent Break. So me being 22 and preaching, not preaching, but, like, talking about God and Jesus and encouraging people to get closer to God and um, showing them, like, different ways to – do y'all hear that noise or is it me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, like, I feel like this is what makes me set apart right now where I am in my life is me talking about God all on social media, like, or just different ways to, like, um, you know what I'm saying, just be a better person and feel more of um, you and the God, the person God wants you to be. So I feel like that's what's setting me apart right now is is that, and I love it. Like I said, I don't really get I, – I don't think about perception. I think that's what makes it so um, powerful and how I'm so bold in my walk with God and so bold to share it and bold to talk about it because I got out of perception when I was younger. So now this is making me think about, like, even though the things that we go through, we don't want – like, it hurts when we go through them. I'm glad I got out of – like, I got talked about a lot in middle school and high school. Some of the stuff, stuff they were saying was true, so that's when it really was hurting is that I can't say nothing back because y'all, y'all, y'all said facts about me. But, like, um, um, like I got out of – I had to get out of perception because, yeah, so I, I thank God for – I don't want to say I thank God for going – well, I guess I thank God for going through that. I thank God for me being in that place I was so that – I could get out of it. So now I'm so bold in God and so bold in talking about him that I don't really care what you think. I don't care that I don't fit in because he, I don't know. I, I just don't care. Cause like Jada said, like I just be going with the flow. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I have to say about fitting in. <laughs> Is it, can you safely say that um, you make people uncomfortable? No. Or do you make people comfortable with your boldness? I I don't know. That's the point is I don't know. I don't know if I make because people comfortable you, it really or not. Don't matter I, because you're, you're just being yeah, yourself. it don't matter. Like I have, right. I'm telling y'all, like I don't think about perception at all. Like yeah. I literally don't think about perception. So I don't know if I but make people comfortable. Yeah. That's good. Because when whenever you walk in this walk in Christ, you really can't you can't really I can't spare people's feelings. I'm not gonna say other people. I'm gonna say for myself. I can't spare people's feelings because if I know that what you're doing is wrong or what you said was, or, or any, it doesn't even matter if it's said or done or whatever. Well, I just use my work for 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 instance. I'm gonna hold you accountable. I don't care where I'm at, uh, work, home, church, it don't matter. And a lot of times, I really care, but I do care. Because I don't want to offend anybody because I was wrong by my actions, I should say. Because I would go to uh, to the extreme. I'll just use. I think I used this as an um, example before. Um, I work with special youth and adults, 
and it's five managers. It used to be five. Um, it was it's five managers at um, at work. So many individuals, and I always get the high uh, a high functioning individuals that like to go places, like to do things, that know how to read, write, and things of that nature. So um, we have all um, we had all these clubs on the wall, which it really didn't matter who I did was or whatever. But I let them know if you put them on the wall. My individuals know how to read. Okay? If you put them up there, let's make sure we're doing what's on the calendar and what's on the list. Okay. One week went by. Went to the, uh, my supervisor, my boss, let her know, you know, this task wasn't, I mean, this wasn't done and, you know, we were looking forward to it. Okay, that passed. Ricky, uh, everybody's not like you. You know, just do it, you know, do your people and don't worry about everybody else. But everybody else is looking at us because we're in a big room you know, and everybody's looking at us doing it, and nobody else is doing it. And that I feel bad because the other individuals with the other managers, they're not doing it. So another week went by. So I got so the weeks had kept going by, and things hadn't been done on this list. So I snatched it off, and I, I told them. I told the manager. I told our uh, supervisor, and I told all the partners, if you uh, all the managers, if you guys do not do this, I mean, if you're not going to do it, don't put it on the wall. I'm going to hold you accountable, especially when it comes down to my name and, and my character and who I am and, uh, and, and what I stand for. So to make a long story short, weeks went by, nothing been doing, nothing's been done on the calendar. Me and my, my individuals doing it, and some of the individuals I would pick from other people's groups. I, I wouldn't leave the high functioning out, out of other people's groups that other people was over. So I just got fed up. This last time, I mean, this last thing, I just snatched the, the calendar off the wall, balled it up, and threw it on the lady's desk who made the calendar because I told her, don't put it up there if you're not going to do it. And my supervisor came to me, Ricky, you were wrong. You know, um, you should have took the calendar off. But I explained to her, I told you guys if you wasn't going to put it up there because that, that, that makes me look bad. My individual was going back, you know, saying that they didn't do this, or they didn't do that. Our group did, but the other group didn't. And, you know, it just looked bad for, on my part. And I told them, you know, it's not fair. So I had to end up um, apologizing to the young lady. And I told her, you know, um, and this is when God convicted me about but. So I, um, uh, whenever you're um, apologizing to somebody, don't put a but behind it. This is when God convicted me about this. So when I threw it on her desk, I went and I um, apologized to her after my supervisor confronted me about it. I went to the young lady. I told um, told her that I was sorry, but you shouldn't have put it up there. <laughs> but I had to put that butt on there. I didn't have to put the butt. Just say what I had to say. And But anyway, I said that to say about fitting in. Sometimes you will rub people the wrong way. And you're not going to fit in because of what you stand for. I'm not just, I don't just do things just for myself. I'm looking out for everybody. I'm looking out for, even if, you know, your child is, you know, didn't get a piece of candy or whatever. I'm look, I look out for everybody. It don't have to be mine. It don't have to be my child. It don't have to be my individual. I look out for everybody. And I just, I just want things, people to, I just like, things to go according to how people say it's supposed to go. And 
Will we fit in all the time? No, because people don't like the truth. People don't like what I'm talking about for me. Why I feel like I don't fit in a lot of places is because I hold people accountable for what they say and what they do and their actions. And if you tell me to correct you, if you tell me to hold you accountable, if you tell me, you know, if I'm wrong, let me know. You know I'm going to tell you. You didn't have, really have to tell me that, but I was going to tell you anyway. Because if we're all going to grow as a company or a, a household, even in our household, even a household, I hold you guys accountable. Can't just do, you know, it, I'm not even going to go there to your dad. Anyway, I just hold everybody, if everybody just do their part, do what they said they're going to do. And that's where I I'm, I don't fit in a lot of places or I rub people the wrong way. So, I mean, if that's, it can be a good thing or a bad thing. It just depends on what end um, we're on. The individual, it's a good thing that I hold people accountable because the individuals know if, if Gigi is doing it, it's going to get done. If somebody tell me something that they need done, they know it's going to get done. I don't care who it is and where I go, it's going to get done. So, yeah. Anyway, think somebody. I wanted to, um, yeah, I wanted to make a comment on, and you made me think about, I actually do think about perception when it comes to how you said about executing what I say and how I say it. Because even when I talk about certain topics or I, you know, discuss different things, like, I don't want to, like, it's a difference between, I don't like to offend anybody. You could tell somebody the truth without offending someone or making them feel bad or whatever, whatever. Like, yeah, I just, I I just wanted to piggyback on, because I do. I'm very, 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 very mindful of my words, and I, like, when I'm about to execute something or talk about a topic, I definitely am a person that's going to ask God for wisdom or how to say something before I execute it. Or I'm a person that if I have, like, let's say I'm going back and forth with one of my friends or something, I'm a person that's going to say, let me take five, like, because I want to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm about to say the right thing. Or, you know, like, if I'm going back and forth, I'm a person that's going to type the paragraphs in my notes and make sure it's worded the correct way before I put it out there or I tell somebody or something like that. So I do worry about perception off the strength of I don't want to hurt somebody in the process of loving them. You know what I mean? Like, I try my best not to hurt somebody in the process that's supposed to be an act of love and I care for you so let me tell you this it shouldn't come with so much hurt and damage behind it I can't you can't get to I can't listen to what you're saying because you done hurt me in so many ways in the process of trying to say it so yeah okay I'm just saying that that you made me think about I do care about perception and you know what and you have taught me that between you and your dad these last few years you guys have really been on me a lot about that, it's not say it's how you say it. Mhm. And the tone. I, I'm just, I, just so, I, I just so happen to have scripture on that. We're not, we're not asking for your scriptures right now. No, no, no. My, I got to get it. <laughs> I, I 
like where y'all at right now. So, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 27, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our, in our image, after our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his image, and the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. So, y'all on this very, very good subject, good topic, good communication right now. When we, say, try to correct somebody, or we try to, you know, get them to move in the direction we want them to move in or the atmosphere ain't right and we're trying to set it right, we have to remember this verse. We're created in the image of God, and we have to think about how he would handle it, right? Our words have actions on them and meanings on them that we cannot take back, you know. So we can't instantly always jump into a malfunctioning situation with just any kind of words that a person is actually listening to that may not have them to conform to the situation to make it right, but may have them conform to be totally negative because of the way we put things and how we say things. So we have to be very careful. And as my wife says, you know, we, sometimes we need to catch a bubble, meaning we need to be quiet. And maybe in that moment, God will give us something to say, or we'll just think of the correct thing to say humbly. Because believe it or not, one day we'll be in that situation where somebody has to tell us something, and we're not going to accept it right. Mm. God has a way of turning tables around just to show you yourself and what's still in you, too. But um, the topic was, what was the topic? What makes you different? Well, no, why you don't fit in? Oh, why you, why you don't, why fit, you don't in? fit in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so... It's a lot of situations. So, so me growing up, and y'all heard this story, me growing up in South Central L.A., I wanted to make all the money I could. But I couldn't fit in the way I thought I should and make, I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. I made money, but it wasn't to that extent. And me, what I know now, that wasn't what God had for me. Or that was something God didn't allow me to do. And if I had done it, would I be where I am now in God? So I didn't fit in. But I I tried to fit in. And in my trying, I was successful, but not to the uh, successfulness that I was looking for, not knowing that I was still successful. So in life, there are going to be some people that you get around that's going to somehow just leave you, not talk to you, always have an argument with you, because your spirit irritates 
their demons and what God has placed in you. So try not to fit in. And like my, my daughter, I think my daughter said, just just be who you are. Be thankful for where God has you at. And thank God who is exalting you to somebody's opinion exalting you. Amen. Amen. Well, you know what they say about opinions. How do you know? How <laughs> do you want what they say? What they say? They like buttholes. Everybody got one. Yeah, that's my wife, y'all. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's I true, mean, though. Everybody got an opinion. Okay, so you can either take it in a good way or take it in a bad way. Even if they meant it for bad, you can turn it around for your good. Because guess what? If the opinion of others are true and you don't like it, then make a change. It's no longer an an opinion. If it's true, right, what's an opinion? What people think. At the same time, obviously, I feel like, well, I guess it it depends on who it's coming from. If you don't really know me, I guess I don't really care. Yeah, I don't really care if you don't know me. But I feel like if somebody knows me, and let's say they say something out of anger or they're upset and, like, they say a whole bunch of stuff and it hurts me, I don't know. I'm a person that's going to, like, I do it a little bit too much, though, but I look into what they're saying because I feel like there has to be some truth to it. Like, even if it hurts my feelings, even if I don't like it, even if they said it in a nasty way, I look at it like something I can learn from it because there has to be some truth to it. Not necessarily has to be some truth, has to be truth to what they're saying, but if they love, like, let's say my mama says something, like, in a very rude, like, we're going back and forth, we're arguing, and she says a whole bunch of stuff at me and telling me about myself, and she says it in a nasty way. I'm going to be a person to really look into what she said. I know I, sometimes my friends get on me because it's like sometimes I beat myself up about what people say, what they're saying. But at the same time, I like to dissect it because it has to be some truth to what she's saying if she loves me. That's what I'm thinking. Like, mm, okay. I can learn, but, I can learn something but, from what she's saying. You probably could learn something if it's true. An opinion is not, is, is not, is not necessarily based on facts. That's why I said it's a difference where if you don't really know me, I'm not talking about that. I was just saying if somebody does know you and they say a whole bunch of stuff, even if it's out of anger, I dissect it. Of course, there's things I can throw in the trash, but there's but, some things I okay, can take and if, I can if, learn. Even if, even if it's not true? That's the stuff I was throwing in the trash. I said, di- I, said, I said, no, I said I dissect it. So I look into what they're saying. There's stuff that's going to go in the trash that's not true and it doesn't matter. But some, when people talk out of anger, some of the stuff they're saying is actually stuff they've been wanted to say, and there's truth to it. They just maybe didn't know exactly. how to tell you. They didn't know okay. what to say. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Okay. So, that's kind so of off topic. What? I just wanted to say that. No, no, no. It's still on topic. It's still on topic. It's still about fitting in. Because a lot of times, and this is where opinions and all of this stuff come in at. But even with that being said, if a, if somebody have an opinion, it's no if it's if it's the truth it's no longer an, uh, an opinion, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if the person even even if they say it out of anger, 
if it's true and it's something negative, just right, right. Okay, just work on it. Even if they said it out of anger, work on it. And especially if, if it's more than one person told you about it, work on it. Regardless of who it came from, it doesn't matter if they're close to you or not. The truth is the truth. The stranger can come tell you you got a booger on your face. True. So, so would you rather for uh, for the person that, that don't know you, while the person was standing next to you that you didn't grew up with, you had the booger on your face and they didn't tell you? Does it matter where it came from? The truth came from. Get the booger off your nut, off your face. So it shouldn't matter where the truth came from and how they said it. Make the correction. So many people are are so easily offended because it came from this person. Oh, well, it came from the person. If it's the truth, fix the truth. Especially if it's negative, if it's something bad or whatever. Fix it. Just don't let it catch you there the next time. Don't give them something to talk Mm -hmm. about. Then the next time y'all argue, what they gonna they can't they can't bring that back up. Then you won't fit in for real, cause you ain't get they ain't got nothing to talk about. We also got to be careful um, to stay humble. We got to be careful how we. Uh, present ourselves in public uh, because opinions or conversations can can be perceived on what people see. And what we project or what we show in ourselves can bring gossip, comments, opinions, and all the rest. So we have to be careful how we carry ourselves, Mm -hmm. thinking we're just 100% positive. And a lot of right. times we're not. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we're not. A lot of Amen. times we're loud. A lot of times we, we're giving opinions to others while people are hearing and not really thinking or letting God, you know, taking a breather and letting God give us something to give to somebody. Because it's a sin to say what God said unless you actually read from the Scripture. But to come out of your own mouth, I, well, I think God told me to tip now. No, we got to be careful. Right. We got to be humble. A lot can be said with saying nothing at all. And conviction can be had by the person trying to hear what you're saying and you ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. That's where we got to be careful. Always being the loudest one in the room and all this. No. We got to be. We, so, so let me read this scripture right quick. All right. Galatians 3, Galatians chapter 3, verse 4. Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? Meaning, do we let the public influence us other than what we believe in? Do we let the public change our minds and the faith that we have in Jesus Christ? Because the public is doing better than how we're doing in our suffering. And we po- we are to suffer in Jesus Christ. We are to go through some things in Jesus Christ. But when we see somebody, you know, doing better or whatever, 
Is it in vain that we had faith? Is it yet in vain? Do you give up being who you truly should be in Jesus Christ? So we have to be careful of opinions. We have to be careful of who falls, who's falling away from us, that we valued so much. But what value did, we, did they have for us in our walk in Christ? Nothing. Amen? Okay, well, now. You said you came out of Galatians? What? Yeah, it's a little bit more to that, but it's Galatians 3 and 4. Okay. That was uh, when Paul was talking to the Galatian church when he called, uh, when the Judeers, Judeers were trying to tell them they needed to uh, abide by things in the Old Testament, be circumcised, to have faith in Jesus Christ. And he was teaching, he, he called them, you know, foolish. How could you be so foolish? After I've preached the word of God to you, and I preached it so plainly and clear that you thought you was at the cross seeing him crucified. Oh, foolish Galatians, who bewitched you that you should believe a lie? See, and we have friends and people around us that are doing better, talking better, um, getting other people to go with their movement. And here we are on the, on the side by ourselves because we don't fit in. Baby, keep not fitting in. Because at the end of times, you're going to fit in. And it's going to be with the right people. Mm-hmm. In so keep not fitting in. But on the other hand, don't offend nobody. Because you're not fitting in can draw them into you. And then you give them the word that got you. See? So let's be careful in how we talk, how loud we talk, how we're opinionated. How we, you know, always right. Be careful. Humble yourself. Ain't nobody always right but God. And it was right for him to send his son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us. I mean, he paid the price for us to come out of where we were. So be careful. And don't fit in. Don't fit in. But you will fit in later on. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Same what Asha was saying earlier. Same what Asha was saying earlier. Though I found been drawn, or people have been drawn to me that I do fit in with, like people that also have God as their number one, Jesus as their number one. So I found my my niche, my people. So mm-hmm. even down here. But guess what? You not fitting in drew you to them. I mean, y'all drew, I mean, was drawn together. It's right. something that you did. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Staying so true. So thank God for yeah, not fitting in. Yeah, staying true to who I am. Right. Right. It's staying true and not bowing down to whatever you didn't fit in to. To, 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 to bow down to their wrong. Or I would, they don't have to be wrong. I would, it's bow not down necessarily bow down to what you didn't believe. Like, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it like that. I think it'll be more so shrinking who you are. Like you have to like, like not walk into like walk as like if you're in a wrong crowd. I feel like you're gonna always feel awkward. You're gonna have to always like 
shrink yourself. You can't just be bold, carefree, and just you're going to always, how I'm saying, like you, I don't worry about perception. You're going to always worry about did I say this the right way? Did I do this the right way? Did I, uh, let me not do too much of this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you just walk free and in, in who God made you to be and who you know that you are and try your best mm-hmm. to daily, I feel like you do draw, like you can't help but to get closer to, like, I don't know. It just, I can't really explain. I think it just happens because you're getting away from what you don't want and you're going, you're accepting what you do want. You're saying yes to what you want and saying no to what you don't want. So Right, right. Yeah. And, and talking about shrinking, I just, I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to say this. Whatever you have to decrease yourself to fit into something, it's not of God. You should never have to shrink yourself to fit in. If you can't be your authentic self around whoever, it doesn't matter. Be yourself. Be yourself. You should never have to, like you said, um, what, what, I forgot the words that you used. You should never, I'm just going to keep the same words. You never have to shrink yourself. You should never have to shrink yourself to try to fit into, you know, a certain type of whatever. Going back to my job, I love going and doing things. It was a time where I stopped doing and just sat down like everybody else and just, you know, did puzzles or, you know, did things. That wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't even feel right doing it. So if I would have done that from, what was that, um, 2018 and 19, right before the virus, no, it was way before that, maybe 16, 2016, 17. If I would have stayed stagnant, you know, if I'm not knocking nobody. That's what they do. We have different groups that do. I mean, I have the higher functioning. That's what I enjoy doing. So why wouldn't I do what I enjoy doing because nobody else is doing what I'm doing? But that's why we came together because I was that one to take, you know, the ones in each person's group that love to go. So why would I stop doing just to fit in and shrink back? And I'm like, I I mean, it it only lasts for a couple of months, but I tried it. And it didn't, and, and, and guess what? Not only was sweating, please, and my spirit, it didn't feel right. And you will know. It just didn't feel right. So let's not shrink back the Christ in us, you know, just so others can feel better about themselves. Because who's to say? You can change a whole fear just being by being yourself, which I end up doing. Matter of fact, we just went to the um, what was that that we went to um, Asha? They were waiting on us to get there. The Thanksgiving party. Okay, they waiting on us to get there. When y'all coming? When y'all coming? Because we're in the community doing things. When we got there, what they were doing? <laughs> I, my daughter was dancing with them, you know, doing this, doing over, that came over to our table. You know, it's just, 
be who we are. Just be. Hey, let me it, let it, me add on to that. And like with that being like when we went in there, like there was no music playing. Well, there was music playing. It was Mickey Mouse, you know. So I brought my speaker in there, and that's the thing. I'm not trying to be over nobody. I'm not trying to be the spotlight. I'm bringing my authentic self, my dance moves, all my but they asked moves, us everything. Where y'all music? Right. They asked us where our music was. Right. It wasn't right. Like we right. Really took and over. They asked us because they know what we brought and what we bring. You know, to 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 make things happen. But go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ashley. When when you when you when you when you feel you don't fit in somewhere, there is somebody that wants you to be in with them. There is somebody that's waiting on you. There is somebody that asks you for your music, that asks you for your companionship. So we shouldn't rush into situations and try to fit in. Just keep not fitting in. And God will place somebody in your life where you do fit in. So just like Aja was saying, like at her school with the with the uh, the music program and all of that, where people are drawn to her now because she didn't fit in somewhere else, God didn't leave her in despair to be in tribulation or to be in distress or being prosecuted by those who didn't, you know, think of her highly or whatever. But now she's she's having people being drawn into her that are like her so she can feel at ease and not feel distressed uh, or or have any tribulations about where she stands. So I'm glad y'all asked about this next scripture. I heard y'all asking about it. (laughs) I heard y'all asking about it. What's the next scripture? Romans 8. Romans chapter 8, verses 35 and 36. Romans chapter 8, verse 35 and 36 where it says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or prosecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. So as long as we're doing, trying to do right, trying to do better, trying to live by the word of God, there are going to be some prosecutions. There are going to be some tribulations. There are going to be some distress. Because we're separated. God has separated us to him. And those on the outside that has not realized this is going to prosecute us, going to say stuff about us, going to gossip about us, right, until until you still do what you're supposed to be doing that you have not changed and you draw them. And they're happy now. They have no stress now because they were stressing over you and how you are. But now y'all have no stress together. Now y'all doing positive things to influence others. Amen? Amen. Amen. I think Asha's phone dropped. Vanessa, are you still on? It might be in a bad area. All right, well, we'll get ready to wrap it up, sweetie. Well, I mean, you read the scripture. About persecution. About who? Is that persecution? You ain't, you ain't got to have no slang with this. Persecution. Okay. All right. Well, um, good word tonight, ladies. 
good conversation, good comments. I learned something. Uh, and these scriptures kind of brought out a little bit um, that I can learn even more. So great word on tonight. Great word on tonight. I want to thank uh, Elder Oliver for this opportunity, him and his wife, Lady Kay. And again, may God uh, bless them abundantly uh, for an even wider platform. You're doing a great job, sir. Don't stop. Uh, and I think it was in the song where it says, well, keep keep doing it and doing it, whatever it was. Keep doing it, doing it, doing it. Elder Kujay, <laughs> but keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing a great service for the uh, for the people, and God does not forget what we do. That's for Him. So, I want to thank my wife, my girls that were on. I think I had two daughters on, two granddaughters on, and may you keep sustaining us uh, and being able to do this on every Thursday at 7 p.m. Um, in the name of Jesus. So, Ricky, if you would pray us out. That will be it. Oh, and I want to thank everybody. If anybody is listening, I want to thank you. Uh, Maybe you can carry some of this with you uh, to help you in your journey. And don't worry about what people say about you. Don't worry about if you seem that you're alone. Because your spirit irritates demons. And that's why you're separated. In the name of Jesus. Keep doing what you're doing. And don't expect nothing but the grace of God and the mercy of God to sustain you on whatever island you are on. And believe me, people that are on the shore and hear your good music, they'll roll out in their little boats to come to you. Don't worry about being attached to nothing in this world. Amen. Amen. Well, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that we will not let nothing separate us from the love of you, Lord God. No persecution, Lord God, no famine, no tribulations, Lord God, because we are more than conquerors through you, Lord God, that love us, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you again, Lord God, that um, for your love for us, Lord God, so we can share love with uh, everybody that we see and know, Lord God. Continue to just um, fill us with your love, Lord God. You go abroad, Lord God. And I thank you for the love that we have for our family, Lord God. And we thank you for everything that we've been through, Lord God, to share with the, with the world, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you for everything that you're about to do on the um, the rest of this week, Lord God. Continue to just lead us and guide us, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you in Jesus Christ's name. We pray if anybody that um, don't know um, Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Lord God, um, I thank you right now, Lord God, that they confess. only thing they have to do is confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that Jesus Christ died and rose on the third day. And, Lord God, I just want to say thank you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. 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 Amen